Konnichiwa and hi everyone, this is Freen from Super Smash Host, the podcast where we're smashing the patriarchy one episode at a time. because I have a bit of a different style of a podcast. I'm recording live from inside of a hot tub, so if you hear any splashing, that's what's going on. And also, I'm super excited because I'm joined by the Bitch Clan today, honorary members V and E. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm V. (laughs) That's all I have to say for now. (laughs) And I'm E. Okay, so those are the voices that you need to recognize. Um, And this is going to be a super casual episode. We're just going to do like a girl chat. They're my best friends. We're going to talk about the shit that we talk about, whether we were being recorded or not. So it might be kind of chaotic, but like, bear with us. Um, Both of you are on your phones texting right now, which I think is hilarious. Because you're both... We're just texting boys. (laughs) Yeah, classic texting boys. I'm going to start with a question. Mm -hmm. Should you ever go back to an ex? I think that this is an excellent question to start with because it's so objective. Hmm. I think it very much depends on the person, but I would say, in general, no. I agree. Really? You agree, even though you almost went back to an ex, and you have gone back to an ex. Not. Oh yeah, I have. (laughs) I agree, just because, like, I know from, obviously, experience, the ex that I went back to just dumped me again. (laughs) So, like, I should have learned. But I feel like it's just never a good idea. Like, why would you do that when you could just have a fresh start with someone else? And, like, why would you try and fix, like, problems you already know that are there and, like, have caused such a crack in a relationship when you could just, like, start fresh with someone new and, like, probably, most likely, it's going to be so much better. Okay, so, like, how do you start with someone new? Like, where, like, you, you, you break up. And you're like, right, I'm not going to get back together with this dude no matter what. So, like, the obvious next thing to do is download Tinder. Tinder and Tinge. I just did that. Okay. Tinder and Tinge? Do you mean Tinder, Tinder and Hinge? Tinder and Tinge. <laughs> yeah, okay. Tinder and Hinge. Bubble. All of the basics. But, like, the fuck do you talk to boys about? Uh, if anybody knows, let me know. Hit us up in the chat if you know what to say to boys, because I'm 23 years old and I don't. Honestly, my Hinge slash Tinder profile is embarrassing. Like, it's so sad. My, um, Hinder and my Tinge profile? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it kind of forces you to, like, figure out how to, like, deal with, like, awkward conversations, though. Like, not like it would replace like talking to somebody in person and like have figuring out how to like actually have conversations with people but like things like that where like you have to like either start a conversation or like talk about like random things with people like it teaches you like how like it teaches you things like how to talk to people that you don't know and if you're getting out of a new like a very comfortable relationship like that's honestly a good lesson to learn but like so fresh out of a new relationship are we using tinder because like i use tinder slash hinge for male validation i don't want no, man. I just want you to think that I want you. I mean, I, I like do. That's, that's the same with me. I do want a man, but I don't want a man from Tinder or Hinge. Yeah, like, I want a man. Ooh. I don't want one right now. I want attention on Hinge and Tinder, but if I found somebody on Hinge and Tinder, I would not write them off. 
But, like, there are certain things that, like, boys will say to me on Hinge or Tinder, and I'm, like, immediately, like, I'm not interested anymore. Like, if, like, obviously Hinge and Tinder, or, like, Tinder especially, is, like, very hookup culture. And, like, if a guy, like, makes it very obvious he only wants to sleep with me, then I'm kind of, like, okay, I'm not interested anymore. But if a guy is, like, oh, like, let's go for a drink or something, then I'd be more likely to entertain that. And if it became something, then that's fine. Wait, so what does a good profile look like? And I've noticed, because I'm international, and I have therefore used Mm -hmm. a dating app in every country that I've been in. You go, girl. And, I know, look at me, (laughs) Miss Worldwide. It's research. Research, yeah, um... Tinder profiles or like dating app profiles differ so much by country. Like, absolutely. So much. Vanessa, you can speak to this. You fucking live in Ireland. What does a like basic good profile have? I think, and I mean, this is, I think, a problem wherever you are in the world. This is a universal experience of women on dating apps that. Toxic masculinity prevents women, <laughs> or sorry, prevents men from uh, being willing to take good pictures of themselves, <laughs> and therefore, like, a guy that maybe you've met in person and you know is, like, incredibly hot, wouldn't, like, can't look good online, because he has cool. no presence, he has no pictures of himself, because he's been told that taking pictures of himself is kind of weird. That's like the, um, have you ever, like, seen the tweet that goes, like, oh, the hottest boys and the best boys in beds are the ones that have zero no social, social media? media presence? Yeah. And I would say that is correct in my experience. But how do you stalk them? I'm, like, so used to stalking every, Should like, we have to, though? You know, like, think no, about... No, it's, it's, it's not a good habit, but I'd be used even, to it. Even, like, ten years ago or twenty years ago, like, normal people would meet a guy somewhere and oh, you just have to go by your friend's word about what they looked like. So why do we have to convince our friends that the guy that we're talking to is hot? Good question. You know? Food for thought. That is food for thought. No, I agree with you. Like, we were talking about the other day, about, like, why boys um, tend to use, like, fish photos. I don't know if this is a thing outside of fucking North America, but, like, boys in North America on Tinder love to pose with their giant fishes. (laughs) And, like, Vanessa was saying yesterday that, like, it's probably because they don't have any other photos um, of their face because, like, they're so wrapped up in toxic masculinity that they're like, oh, the only time I can take a photo of myself is, like, With my fish. when I've caught this wonderful fish. Um, okay, so I've, like, asked some friends some questions on social media. Not only that, but we have also asked... All of our Tinder every, boys. Every boy off of social media or in person that the three of us collectively talk to, we have asked all of these men <laughs> Yeah. what questions every, they have about Every what Tinder they- match, Hinge match... Every boy that we're DMing currently, we have asked them if they have any questions. Um, A lot of these boys have given us the stupidest questions. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, whether or not a sink can support a female Uh, body's weight. uh Uh-huh. Presumably a thinly veiled sexual innuendo, but that's fine. I got one just now. Okay, read your question out. Uh, What does it feel like emotionally slash rationally during your period when you have all those hormones and mood swings? Wait, what? So, like, he's wondering, um... How like, a period what, how, feels? Like, how do you feel mentally. emotionally and mentally, like, when you're oh. having all of these, like... Who asked you that? You know who asked me oh. that. And I said, like, my immediate reaction to that is that, like, I mean, not that I get a period anymore, so it's not really an issue for 
for me, but when well, that like was, clarify why you don't because get a period I again. have an IUD, so I do not experience menstruation really anymore. Um, ten out of ten would recommend, but um, my immediate reaction is when I did have a monthly period. I never at any point realized that I was acting any differently mm. until someone reacted to me acting differently, mm -hmm. you know? Agreed. Like, I rationalized all of my emotions in my head, so any emotion that I expressed, like, was already pre-rationalized when I said it, you know? I'm the same way. I, like, don't realize it's PMS. I'm just like, oh, like, whatever, I'm upset about something, like, mm -hmm. because I'm warranted to be upset about this, and then, like, five days later, I'll get my period, I'll be like, oh, like... Maybe I was upset about that because of this. But same as you, I pre-rationalize it in my head. Emmy, thoughts? Or are you the same? I agree. Um, what gives you the ick? Like, especially in the talking stage. Like, I honestly don't know what that means. Oh, the ick. Oh, the ick. Ooh, the ick. Explain uh, the ick for Emily. She doesn't know what it means. So the ick is um, when you're... You know, everything's cringy. Yeah, everything's going well, and you think you really like this person, and then they do this oh. one little tiny, very human thing, and immediately your attraction to them goes to zero. Honestly, what doesn't give me that? Like, I'm just so easily <laughs> like a boy could breathe, and I would be like, oh. There's this massive TikTok trend right now okay, of yeah. like listing things that give girls the ick about boys, and in a way, I. Because it's yeah. every normal thing that a boy does. Like, the TikTok trend is like, boy tying his shoelace gives me the ick. Oh my god, what? Yeah, boy, I like posted about this on my story, like on my close friend's story a while ago, and I was like, oh, like boys doing normal things, like tying their shoelace or trying jeans on, or like, what? Blowing their nose gives me the ick. Oh. And a girl responded to me, and she was like, you've clearly never lived with a man. Oh yeah. Yeah. True. I think that whole TikTok trend has its goods and its bads. That was badly worded. It's pros and it's cons. I think uh, boys have been, you know, losing interest in women for the tiniest little things, literally for hundreds of years. True that. And now it's like a um, patriarchy thing. Yes, and women are allowed to be to lose attraction to you when you do the basic things because we've been sticking around and ignoring all your flaws. <laughs> so jot that down. I didn't even think about it in that, like, feminist perspective. I was just like, men are trash. Yeah. But that, in itself, is a feminist perspective. Is it? What, that men are trash? Yeah, is that, like, a feminist perspective? I don't know. I don't have a gender degree. Are like some feminists gonna person. yell at me for saying that men are trash? Please don't, like, okay, I'm gonna clarify something. When I say men are trash and that I hate men and that I hate being a heterosexual straight woman... Like, I'm obviously poking fun at myself, and, like, I'm straight, guys. I love men, but, like, yeah, I'm just kind of joking when I say that all men are trash, because as Vanessa and Emily both know, I say men are trash, and then I simp over the shittiest man mm -hmm. in all of existence, and I think we all have that in common, where we're like, Definitely. men suck. Excuse me while I simp over this man who does not deserve my attention. This man, excuse me while I simp over this man who sucks probably even more than the rest of them do. You know? Oh, yeah. I'll I think that you, it's no not. boy understands how to accept, acceptably text a woman. Mm. Like, they should teach it in school. Because yeah. they cannot do that. They need to go, like, do you remember when women used to go to finishing school? Yes. I think boys still need to go to finishing school. And learn all sorts of social cues that they don't seem to 
absorb naturally. Uh, somebody asked me, I've had experiences where girls consent to not giving consent because it feels dangerous and frisky. Oh. I think it's usually around fucking while they're sleeping or like having morning sex. Mm -hmm. What's the best way to do that without going too far? Also, how long are girls willing to wait before going from just fucking to a relationship? Oh, okay. Those are two well, very different go, questions. Yeah, let's, go, let's go first one first. In terms of consensual non-consent, I don't know a ton about consensual non-consent. I've read up a little bit about it just from communities that I belong to on Reddit. <laughs> but my understanding of consensual non-consent is that like it is based in um, a massive amount of trust and yeah. um, responsibility in that you, if that is something that you're wanting to get into with your partner... Um, you have to kind of have a basis of trust already built and then have an extensive discussion over the course of a little while of talking about what your boundaries are. Um, like, because basically, like, the basis of consensual non-consent is, um, at no point do I have to expressly give you consent to do anything. But I give you consent, well, I, I tell you when I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, usually there's, like, a safe word involved where, like, if something has reached your threshold and you're not interested anymore, you give the safe word, and if you're in a effective relationship where you're practicing this sort of thing, that's when they immediately know to stop, you know? And, like, that's, as I said, like, it's based entirely on trust and respect and... Um, knowing each other really well. It's not really something that you can just kind of introduce into This is a not a one-night stand no, thing. No, it's not like a, oh, you know, can I occasionally, like, wake you up with oral or something? Like, you can have that conversation, but that's not necessarily consensual non-consent. It's, like, an yeah. entire other thing, and you have to take the time to, like, build that base in your relationship with whomever it is that you're having sex with before you think about introducing something like that into it. Yeah. Okay, so his second question was, how long are girls waiting to wait before going from just sleeping together to a relationship? Uh, in I my feel opinion, like you can't even that yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if we can answer that because every girl is different and like totally. their needs based on whether they're fresh out of a relationship, whether they've been single for a while, what they want is always quite different. I mean, personally for me, because one, I'm a simp, and two, because I <laughs> really am like I get attached very easily. If I'm, you know, in that stage of, like, hooking up with somebody consistently, it's because I like them. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I'm not gonna, I don't have, my sex drive is not high enough to want to just hook up with somebody and have no feelings about it. Like, okay. those two things are intrinsically connected for okay. me, so, like, you can, if, you know, you were the boy in this relationship with me and we were, you know, having a fuck buddy sort of relationship, you wanted to take it to the relationship stage, more than likely I'm already there. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm kind of the same. Like, even though some of my friends with benefits, I probably shouldn't want a relationship with, if they asked me to date them, I'd probably say yes. Yeah, I feel like, I was saying earlier, like, for me, like, when I am ever looking at a guy, like, on Tinder or Hinge, and, like, if they are just, like, immediately, I could tell that it's just, like, hookup vibes, I'm turned off, like, and it's not because, like, I always want a relationship. Well, I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy myself in an intimate way if I don't have exactly. some type of emotional exactly. connection. And also, I feel like for me, like, and everyone's different, I feel like it's kind of like, I always want the option to be open. Like, I never want to go into, like, a relationship with anybody being like, if I feel a certain way, I can't do that. Mm. Like, it's just like, I would, it just, I would just never do that. Like, it would just, I would just never happen. So I feel like, but again, it's different for every single girl. So, like, you could never really give, like, a time limit 
for yeah. like, when it would happen. But I feel like you would just have to like really be watching the situation carefully and like seeing like what signs they're giving. And like the signs could be misleading, but like, I think in all honesty, if a girl continuously wants to hang out with you and spe- if she wants to spend time with you doing non-bedroom related things, like if you ask her whatever to go get coffee and she says yes. Or if Agreed, you yeah. go for dinner or you go for a movie and you do things that aren't necessarily revolved around being in the bedroom, she probably more than likely is willing to get into a relationship type of stage with you. Um, and it's just about having that discussion. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's much more of like a discussion than like touching base sort of conversation rather than like putting like a time limit and being like, all girls will take three, three weeks. Months. Yeah. And, yeah. Very different. <laughs> like three weeks. I think. I think also like I've always in the, these sorts of like ask me anything situations. You don't want to generalize. I mean, we are like a three-person sample of the entire female population, and we're all very similar, which is why we're mm. friends. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Like we are all relationship people. We like boyfriends. We actively seek out relationships with people that we hook up with. So. A lot of girls may be different, and I'm sure a lot of them are, but in terms of us three at least, we are confident in that. Like, if I'm consistently hooking up with you, it's because I like you. Yeah, and honestly, probably take, this goes for everything we're going to say on this podcast, take our advice with a big pinch of salt, because Mm. we're talking from, like, our experience, like... This is not a usual, normal Super Smash Bros. podcast where I spend hours researching. We're just talking about... You're Basically, the audience is currently listening into a normal conversation that we would have. Um, so, yeah. I'll look at the questions that Tina I was going to say... I like, just asked um, a guy about questions. He's like, I've, he's like, do you want general questions or specific questions? I said, either, but what's, what's the specific? He said, my specific question is about a beautiful girl named... And what their Snapchat might be, um, <laughs> and that's the fourth boo, time. That's the fourth boo. time a guy has done that. Okay, but I do have some real questions. Let's see. Okay, do boobs float or sink in a bath? Wait, say that again, because I don't know if they heard them. Heard it. Do boobs sink or float or in a bath? I, I don't know the answer to this. Sink. Mine. Mine are too small to do either. So. Agreed. Sink for sure. Okay. Everybody always asks boys this question about their dick, so I'm happy that we're. Yeah. Is this yeah. a question that's asked about men? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that if people ask that about boys. If, like, you're in the bathtub and whether your dick's in circle. I actually wonder that right now. Like, what's the answer? I've heard it before and I really could not tell you. I have taken a bath with a man and I still don't know what the answer to this question like, is. Like, you don't pay attention. No, of course, it's not what I'm looking at. I'm, like, I'm enjoying this intimate moment of us sharing a bubble bath together. I'm not looking at what your private parts are doing right now. Fair. That's fair. Um, another question from the same person. Do guys, or do girls watch guys as they go up the stairs? No, because, um, I mean, maybe sometimes, but If I like I'm, them. I, yeah, I'm not, I feel like the reason why boys watch girls walk up the stairs is because they're interested in their ass cheeks, versus I'm only somewhat interested in boys' ass cheeks. So, in general, no. But... You know, maybe I'd catch myself once in a while. I feel, yeah, I feel like looking at some cheeks. I'm Ooh. never looking at a guy's butt, but like if I like a guy and he's walking away, I'll watch him walk away. But it's more that like, I like him, not that I'm trying to like objectify him. <laughs> well, you guys know this about me. I think I've said this before. I struggle with making eye contact with boys or looking at boys no. in general when I'm on dates with them. If I don't know a boy well, I for some reason can't look at him. I avoid 
looking at boys unless I know them really well. So like I'll be on a first date and I will spend the entire time looking down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like looking at his like looking at anywhere but his face or and a sexual part of his body because obviously that would be weird as well. Um, eye contact is hard. Eye contact is so it's so intimate and vulnerable to, vulnerable mm-hmm. that I feel like I'm fully on display because I constantly am self conscious around men. Um, I got a question that said, what should a guy not do on a first date? And also, what should a guy do on a first date? Mm, in terms of not do, let me think. Would you sleep with a guy on a first date? No. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone is different. Yeah, everyone. Well, everyone there you go. You just I mean, I feel like it really depends. I mean, look, as the audience who is listening to this just heard two completely different answers like, yeah. to the same question, and neither one of them is, like, the right answer. Do whatever I, the fuck you want. I feel also like it depends, for me at least it depends, like, if I've been talking to this person for, like, a substantial amount of time, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I know them pretty well, maybe, like, I've hung out with them before, like, in a friend setting, and then we've been, like, flirting, like, there's, like, some sexual tension building, maybe, but, like, if not... If, like, I'm just meeting them, like, for a drink, then... Oh, question about that. Because of COVID, we're all sitting at home all the time, and, like, you know, we're using our dating apps, whatever. Like, maybe we're texting a boy, and we've been texting him for, like, three weeks at this point before we can meet him. Mm-hmm. How do you go from, like, oh, my God, we, like, know each other online to, like... Do you ever have that, like, weirdness of, like, from dating apps, meeting people? I, I avoid meeting people who I've talked to for too long on a dating app because I don't know how to interact with them in person Hmm. because I feel like I know them in my head but in reality I don't yeah and I think that's why like in general I would say I'm really bad with um spending a lot of time on dating apps and talking to a lot of people and basically as soon as they say oh let's meet up in person I'm not interested and I think there's a deeper rooted issue in there someone can psychoanalyze me as much as they want but Um, I, yeah, like, the transition from not, you know, meeting them online and not meeting them in person, like, you have no expectation about what they actually look like in real life, or what they sound like, or what their presence is like, and I feel like, for me at least, that's, like, a very intimidating transition. Um, we've got another question coming in, but we're gonna debate if we're answering it or not. Um... You know what? This question is a bit much, so we're not going to go there, but... I have a question from Luke Mand, from Tinder Guy. He said, do women enjoy having period sex as much as, as much as or more than regular sex? Oh yeah, good question. Um, thoughts on period sex, destigmatizing periods. I feel like, I feel the exact same way about both. Fair, Like, they feel the same. But I wouldn't have periods with like a like, random dude. Are you yeah, same. I wouldn't have with someone I didn't trust. V? Sorry, what? <laughs> um, catching <laughs> up because she's busy texting a boy. <laughs> what are your thoughts on period sex? I mean, again, I don't really get my period, so it's not an issue, but if I did, it's not so much about it being gross or unsanitary or anything it's just 
personally how I feel mm. when I'm on my period is like that's probably you have the least cramps and, like, you don't least feel sexy. sexy part of my yeah. month. Yeah. Like I have never been less horny. I just yeah, it's not about like sanitation for me or whatever because like I'm very normal about my you know, bodily fluids. It's just it's a lot of hassle. I do, I wouldn't expect like, I wouldn't want someone to expect to have to consume or be covered in my bodily fluids, and I wouldn't want them to expect me to be covered in their bodily fluids, if that makes sense. So, but in terms of period sex, I, you know, I am fine with the concept. It's just not something that I typically do, just because it's, it's not, I don't really oh. feel like that. Can I ask you guys a question that pertains to both of you that I don't know anything about, and therefore this question might not actually be interesting? Sure. But, like... Is there anything about, so, for the listeners, both E and V were in sororities during their undergrad, so is there anything about sorority culture or fraternity culture and sex and consent that you found to be a little bit, like, weird or troubling or surprising that, like, you were like, mm, we got to address this. Um, nothing in sorority culture. Sorority culture these days is very focused on women. Mm. Women being, you know, like, girl power, women helping women. Uh, It's mostly about, and I mean, like, of course there's always going to be an undercurrent of, um, you know, sororities are meant for social interaction, and that social interaction often involves fraternities. It's never an expectation. Like, you as a sorority woman are never expected to party at a frat or hook up with frat boys or do anything like that it's that's not an expectation um in terms of the frats yeah that's at a different least, story at least where we went they have gotten better <sighs> recently but they're still quite bad they're still not great and i think that's less a fraternity issue and more of an educating boys issue like that obviously stems from something before university, like, if you don't know how to effectively ask for or experience consent before you go to university, I think that's an entirely separate issue that needs to be addressed before that, but at the same time, like, fraternities have a responsibility um, as a group of young men to educate and um, really solidify the idea of consent and... um, that sort of thing, you know. That's at least my opinion on it. No, that makes sense. Um, I was going to say, I was going to ask a question just generally about, like, (sighs) texting boys is hard, and, like, as you guys know, because you're my best friends, um, whenever I'm texting a boy, I often send screenshots to the group chat and ask, hey, how do I respond to this? Because I am either A, a child and completely incapable of talking to men on my own, or B, constantly doubting myself and my ability to converse with people. Do you guys feel like, do you feel like it's a normal thing, like what we do in our group chat? Oh, I heard a bird. I, I think it's totally normal. I think everyone does that. I think boys do that too. You think boys? Well, like, I would... I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't always say that, but, like, there was, like, an instance, like, with me and that were, like, these two guys, like, wanted to hang out with us, and, like, one of them texted me, and then all of a sudden we, there was a group chat, and, like, they were trying to hang out with us, so, like, obviously, like, they were talking 
to like try and like figure out what how best to like try and hang out with. What us. do you do when your friend is hooking up with someone that you know is not good for them? Like, okay, and I'm guilty of this. I have done it. I have. I've been in a situation where I have been seeing someone that V was like, this person is terrible. You should not be seeing them. Trash. Trash. And I was like, ah, I'm gonna ignore you and go on seeing this person for a year and a half. But like, what do you do when your friend is seeing someone that you are like, this decision is poor? I feel like, like with any advice that you ever give a friend, like all you can do is like show how much you care and give them that advice. And like whenever they ask for advice, like be consistent with your opinion. Like with I'm sure what she did was like every time you asked, you were she was like, no, I'm not like I don't like him. You should mute him. <laughs> but like you like it's not like anybody could force their friend's hand to like do anything so like all you can do is like try and be a good friend as much as you can and be consistent in your advice and give advice when you, but like, you can but like out of curiosity you make them break up with like everybody. yeah okay so your your mom for example didn't like your ex-boyfriend mm -hmm. and her approach to it was like not necessarily telling you she didn't like yeah. him but kind of being like What's the right word here? She didn't tell you she didn't like him straight up while you were no. dating him. She was just kind of like she just not necessarily enthusiastic about the relationship. Well, for her, like with that, like I, she didn't not like him, but what she said to me was that he wasn't the right person for me, and she didn't think we would end up together. And I think for her in that situation, it was more like she thought we wouldn't end up together, so she was expecting it would run its course, and like I would find as time passed, it wasn't gonna work, and we wouldn't be compatible. So I feel like. And I even said to her, I was like, Mom, like, I told you multiple times, like, I thought this guy was the one, and she was like, yeah, I just knew he wasn't. So I feel like it's probably, one, my mom would just Letting assume, you make your own mistakes. Yeah, make, letting me make my own mistakes, and then, two, assuming that I was just going to, like, figure shit out for myself. Is it a share to everybody kind of thing, or a... It's, it's just this dumb group chat that we've been put in, and they're <laughs> so fucking stupid. So, yeah. just for all of the audience to know... V and E are in a group chat with two boys, which I am not a part of because I'm clearly not cool enough. No, I'm kidding. Um, I haven't met these boys, so it doesn't matter. But they are getting constant stream of text from two men, um, both of who are interested in each of you, both of whom low-key suck at showing their interest. Like, what is it with men and not being able to demonstrate their interest? Don't even get me started. Boys are crazy. <laughs> and I have no other, nothing else to say because I don't know. I don't understand. Okay, so if he's crazy, Emmy, this boy that you're talking to, why do you continue indulging him? And this is a question. No, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to like shift any like. Oh, I'm putting blame on you because you know the boy I'm currently talking to. I complain about him. I know. Twenty. I'm like he hasn't texted me in forty eight hours, and when he does text me, he sends me. Stupid shit, like, yeah. like things that I'm like, you don't even deserve a response. That's how stupid this is. Well, like, for me at this point right now, like, all I need is attention. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to marry any of these boys or even see them. Like, they're asking me on dates, and I'm like, yes, let's 100% do that. But I know I'm going to delete them in three days because I don't want to hang out. So I will continue to indulge these people. But honestly, like, I... To an extent, like, I will ignore them when, like, it's very obvious, like, my work is done and, like, I can't do anything. <laughs> Some boys are just too far gone. It's true. And that's just a shame. There's been a lot of boy hating. What's something nice that a boy has done? Nothing. Oh. 
I have some more questions. Okay, go on. I also, like, Random can I also board. bring up a, just to digress from that, yeah. briefly, um, because I'm currently having this conversation, um, how have y'all had the experience of having the conversation with someone that you're hooking up with about, like, using protection? Ooh. Never had that conversation. I guess because E, you have always been in a like monogamous long-term relationship yeah, one or, after the other yeah or the people i've only ever been with people i knew for like 10 years <laughs> fair enough but um, then for me like what i like the way that i go into any encounter is like the expectation is that there will be a condom until i said if i decided if i like the, it would, there would only ever not be a condom if i said there didn't need to be Mm. Yeah, like, that would be a very personal decision based on, like, how I was feeling, not, like, just how I was feeling that day, but, like, how the relationship is, like, how much I trust them, whatever. For but, like, sure. my expect, if I showed up to, like, a guy's house and there wasn't a condom, then I would be like, okay, I'm gonna leave, like, and honestly, you should just bring I'm, your own, like, you should just bring your own. I but. respect that about you, and I, like, I think, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't do that. <laughs> no, and I, know I wish I did, that's my problem, is that, like, I, like, I want that to be the expectation that at least the first time, unless you've had a discussion about it previously, that, like, protection is implied. Um, I mean, my most recent, not my most recent experiences, but many experiences before that have been, you know, when you're in the heat of the moment and, um, there's substances involved, you know, sometimes neither party remembers and then, you know, you have all this regret later and, um... For all the listeners... V is a hypochondriac, so anything health-related, this bitch is going to sit here and stew about in her brain for the next five to six weeks. Yeah, so any unprotected sex I have is a major source of stress for me. Obviously not that major because I still <laughs> continue to do it. Um, but I've been very, I've been a very good girl recently, just full disclosure. It's just like, a, you need to just get in the habit. Yeah, and I mean, like... I bring usually, this up because I'm currently having that conversation. Of oh, like, I feel like you just need to kind of like re. But also, V sure. is on. Uh, she, she has an IUD, so in terms of birth control, she's set. That doesn't mean she's stuck from STDs yeah. and. I've had like and that I had a, I had a very clean, entirely clean test very recently. Right. So so now the conversation with the person you're conversing with is about. Not about, like, oh, you need to use protection for me getting for pregnant. For safety or anything like that. It's, like, what you're comfortable with yeah. in general, you know? It's just, it's an interesting conversation. That's why I asked. It's, like, how do you, like, how would you navigate that? To be honest, I've only not used protection with two people. Both of them, I was in a committed relationship. True. I have some questions from this guy. Please. Go on. Okay, so there's three. One. Do girls still like romantic boys? <gasps> yes. Yes. Oh my of god, yes. yes. I love romance. That's like so simple. Okay. Take me on a picnic. Let's just move on to the next romantic. question. You know what though? I think we could go, we could dive into that. It depends how you feel about the person. If That's they, true. If they really like you and you're not so sure about them and they're very into romance, it can get very cringy very fast. Oh, suffocating. It can be but I feel like if it's like, if like a girl is vibing with a guy and the guy is getting romantic, like I feel like it'd be pretty rare that a girl is like, ugh. I know, there was that boy earlier this year, when quarantine started, that I was texting back in London, who was super sweet, and then he got, you know, I use the word clingy, but he got overly romantic, and I was just like, "Mm, honey, no. Well, like, I feel like it's like a time and place thing, so like, if you're texting somebody, like, on Hinge, and like, they're all of a sudden like, I want to like, take you to like, 
BAMF and like do this and like do, like mm. I don't want that. But like if you're like seeing somebody and like it's the right time and like you're at the right place, then yes. Of yeah, course. you want to move at some point. You want to move from exactly. hanging out in the back seat of your car to hanging out at a restaurant. Exactly. If you get what I mean. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Or the in between of you know ha- hanging out in the back seat of a car is like step one. Step two is hanging out in their place seat. or yours. <laughs> The third step is hanging out in any other place other than those I two I did curiosity. <laughs> when was the last time either of you were in the backseat of a car? Because for me, it was high school. Like a month high ago. school. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me? Wow. Did you, did you say home. a month ago? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I frequent the backs of cars. Anyways, next question. I haven't in a while. I'd be open to it. Yeah, I'd be I, open to it as like, well. It's fun. Do girls realize toxic masculinity has a lot to do with how guys treat girls? Oh, yeah. yeah. Isn't that an awesome question? As if, yeah, who, who asked you that? I don't know. Does he want to get married? To me? <laughs> right now? Probably. Set them up. Set them up. He has a nose piercing. Oh, I love a <gasps> nose piercing. But, but anyways. Why are all of the men who text me going to bed at 1030? Who is this? Uh, the one who knows. You should be like, you should be like, sorry, I'm unmatching. Um, I because you're going to my... bed at 2 o'clock, or I mean 2 p.m. Whatever, 10 p.m. Okay, wait, what was I going to ask? I don't know, we were talking about toxic masculinity. Oh, yeah, no, that was a really good question. I agree. Good so, read that question. Yeah, I totally see that. Like, I'll be on a date with a guy sometimes, and you know you can tell that he wants to be cutesy and feminine, but he's holding back because he doesn't want you to perceive him. As like weak or whatever. I don't know. Do you guys get this too? Where like guys will be like, not wanting to tell you how they feel. Yes. And it's just because it talks about masculinity. They don't want to be. Oh, sorry. They've been told the that they're sound. not supposed to like tell people about how they feel or their feelings or anything like that. So I think that's like that's definitely. But then, can I can I say something that might be controversial and every listener and you guys too can roll your eyes at me? I would be sad if you didn't. (laughs) You know me. I always say stuff that's stupid. As much as I am like, yeah, boys, feel your feels. Like, tell me how you feel. Sometimes you don't want. When a boy tells me how he feels a little too much, I'm like, oh. Oh no, I like. Maybe, maybe I, I like it constant in. And maybe it's just because I'm like thinking about the person that I'm simping over currently is like if he oh, yeah. if gave the boy... me feelings, I think I would just no, okay. melt into a little puddle. Let me just clarify. No. If the boy <laughs> that I am know. simping over is telling me how he feels, completely different. Totally. I am like, totally. because 99% of the time, the boy I'm simping over is giving me Nothing. 10% attention. Oh, literally, every time I'm ever interested in anyone, they're giving me negative attention. They're, yeah. like, shutting the door in my face, and I'm like, oh, Yeah, and so if you're simping, if you're giving me attention, then I'm super interested, because I've been begging for that attention for, like, four-plus yeah. weeks. But if a boy who I know is, like, easily in my wings, constantly giving me attention, really nice boy, but I'm just like, mm, you're just like, you know, you're there, I know, and, like, this is really bad and really problematic. I get it. Like, Come at me in the comments. I understand how terrible I sound right now. But, like, when a boy is being, like, just so, like, I'm super into you. You're amazing. You're, like, just giving me everything on a platter. I'm, like, you only can you not it. see that I'm flawed? I'm not a perfect human. Like, you can't be this obsessed with me. That's not how I feel. I feel like I only want attention, like, like, I want excessive attention if it's just, it's, it happens to be with the one person that I am wanting attention from. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's not for any guy to try and figure out, like, 
Like, no, like, that's, like, my own cross to bear. Like, mm. I only, like, if a guy is gonna give me excessive attention and I like him, then I love it. But then, and I'd be like, oh, I love it when I get so much attention, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, if a random guy who I don't like is giving me attention, I'll be like, how dare he do this? I don't want it, and how dare he ever think that I would want it? So, like, it's, that's just myself. Does every girl have that one guy in her DMs that's just gassing her up, no matter what? No. Emmy, shut up! You have, like, 50. But I don't have, I don't have, like, a boyfriend or anything. Like, all the boys in my DMs are gassing me up right now. (laughs) That's what I meant. Is there general, one guy who you're general, not dating who's gassing you in up? In general, there was one, but not anymore. Because I let him gas me up too much, and then he saw he like he saw my game, and then he got higher standards. Do I reply to this super lame text from, well, you guys know who, that just says hi, how are you? I don't know who that is. Oh, <laughs> you're to me there. Ha 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 ha. Oh. That was that was an accident. I didn't mean to type that. But do I respond to such a lame text? What was the text that you said before? I said lame. Oh, that was yesterday. Per- yeah, I said lame yesterday because this person said they were going to bed at nine thirty p.m. And he never said anything. Yeah. Um, I would just be like, I'm "Good, how are you?" <laughs> I don't know. Wait, like, sorry. What? It's- do I respond to this subpar text message of a boy making minimum effort to converse with me? Say, I'm swell. How are you? That's it. No punctuation, no capitals, no nothing. Don't give that boy a single bone. So I just got another question come in. So Sorry. I just got another question that came in, and it basically says, it's from, a, it's from a guy, a straight guy, and he says, I like giving head, but the woman usually feels really self-conscious. self-conscious. What are some ways to make girls feel more comfortable with them being eaten out? Do you guys experience this? Are you comfortable being eaten out? Do you guys feel the thing that he's talking about? What's going on here? I mean, in general, I don't think I'll ever get over being self-conscious about that. Where do you think it comes from? I mean, I know that for me it comes from being middle school boys telling us that it smells like fish and that, like, <sighs> it's gross. And, like, well, and, like, the whole beef curtains, like, roast beef joke that was always such a fucking thing during puberty and early teens and all of that stuff like it's uh, like girls are always going to be self-conscious about what they look like down there um um i think like it's never gonna go away and i would be interested to find out if guys worry about that too i mean they obviously worry about size we never hear the fucking end of the fact that they worry about size. Ooh, question! They don't seem to worry about anything else. Oh, go on. I was just saying I had a a guy ask me if size matters. Yeah, okay, so as I just said, does size matter? Yes. I really believe that, like, to a point, yeah, but then it's kind of just, like, how you yield it. Interesting. So, like, if it's too big, then I honestly don't want that. (laughs) And I feel like you have a smaller to average, like, it could, like, if you use it well, then, like... simply cannot judge a book by its cover, but at the same time, and I think it's like this with anything, like, either end of the spectrum is going to cause problems, you know? Like, someone on the smaller side could really surprise you with their skill in other ways. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, but 
also someone on the larger side who has absolutely no skill could just, you know, kind of ruin your day. <laughs> so. Ruin your day? Ow! Sorry. What the fuck? You oh, it was a bug. Okay, yes, okay. I'm just gonna hate you. I thought you just slapped me for no reason. <laughs> Ow. Sorry, that hurts a bit. Um. Yeah, no, you know what? I think we talk a lot about how... I don't know, I've never been a boy. I don't know what it's like being a boy and having sex. But, like, as a girl, we were talking about this earlier. thinks about shoes. What no. do you think about? What, what were we talking about? You think about something in, a, in the back of a car. Oh, paintbrushes. Oh, <laughs> thinks about paintbrushes in the back of a car <laughs> during sex. I constantly think about how I look, oh, yeah. and if I'm good enough, and if this is feeling good for the other person. <laughs> what a difference. <laughs> Which means I'm not fully enjoying myself, because I'm constantly concerned about, like, oh, it's so stupid, because it's not supposed to be a performance, but I always feel like I'm putting yeah. on a performance. Yeah, I can, like, going back to, like, like, guy, like, worrying about, like, how guys, like, see you, like, I don't really ever worry about that during sex, because, like, I just have kind of, like, just trained my brain to be, like, to understand, like, they're not looking at, like, what things Can look like. Can you give like. me your secret? Like, what do you I do? Nothing. I, as you guys both know, I am never in a bedroom situation. With if the lights, the lights on? Yeah, if the <laughs> lights are on, I am not here for it. Like, you just have to force Dear listeners, please <laughs> attack her in the comments. Bad feminism. You yes. just like need to force yourself to like. I know. Be bad with feminist. I cannot do it with the lights on because I'm looking at my body and I get too self conscious. Like I'm self conscious too. Like when I'm like having sex with the lights on, I'm like, oh, like what does my belly look like? But for sure. Like I'm kind. I'm also like I'm also doing this man a favor <laughs> by like letting him have sex with me. So I'm. If he's thinking about my stomach, then that's just like a crime against humanity. That's rude. <laughs> And that's not my issue. <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever heard. Crime against you. Honestly. It is. If you're looking at anything else other than how fucking amazing I am. And then yeah. also, like, if you're thinking about, like, what your vagina or, like, even, like, a guy, like, thinking about what a penis looks like, they, like, none of them look good. Yeah. <laughs> like, they all look weird. So, Have you like... all ever looked a penis in the eye? Oh, question! <laughs> Wait, question for the girls, but also for the audience. What are your feelings about D-pics? Dick, dick pics? Can yeah. I say that on here? Can I say the word dick? Dick, it's my podcast. I feel oh. weird about this. Ooh. <laughs> oh, splash. Um, I... I'm not a fan. Personally. I'm like, not I'm, a fan oh. unless <laughs> I know them very well and it's what I ask for. But I would very rarely ask for it. It's not really oh, yeah. something that gets me. I would never me. ask and I would never look at a picture of that and be like, oh. Like, uh, yes. let me excuse myself for a moment. But I look at it and be like, thanks for trying. <laughs> like, I appreciate the sentiment that you gave me. But, like, with that in mind, um, taking pics, how do we feel about taking and sending pics? Is that something that we're like, nope, that's dangerous, we're not doing that? Or is that like, it's dangerous, we know that cybersecurity is shit, we're going to take the measures we know how, and we're still going to do it? Like, what, what are your girls' thoughts on... Picks. I mean, yeah. I've only ever sent anything to anyone that I've been in, like, a relationship with, like, over a year. So, I don't really have it. But you have sent pics. Yeah, but, like, I've been in a relationship with those people for, like, over a year. So, like, obviously, like, for me, it's, like, a trust thing. 
Hmm. Like, if I, like, I wouldn't, I would not just, like, send a picture, or I haven't, like, I don't, I don't, maybe I will, but, like, I don't, like, I have never sent a photo to somebody that I haven't been in a relationship with. Hmm. But also, you've but never am, not like, been al- in... But I've always been in relationships. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, I can't really, I don't have much of an opinion. V, thoughts? Are you all about sending those pics? Um, I am okay with pictures within reason. I obviously would not want to have my face or any defining feature of myself in pictures. Um, but I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, in the case of, you know, you're not in the same place as somebody that you would like to have a conversation, like a sexual conversation with. There's nothing wrong with sending some sort of exciting pictures just to, you know, make the conversation progress. But you also have to be very careful about, um what you put in those pictures, who you send them to, how you send them, like the vehicle, you know. Snapchat's always good because things tend to okay. go away. Um, well, Snapchat, but you can also pictures. save pictures. Well, like... You have to be careful. Like, it's There's risks with any way you would ever do it. Of yeah. Course. But the more I have read about, like... I think in one of our... In our episode, like, two episodes ago, we talked to you as a sex, sex educator, and she talked about how... You know, when she teaches young kids about sex, she basically says nothing good comes out of sexting um, because there's always a risk of your photo, even if you take all the precautions of making sure your face isn't in there, there's no identifiable features, etc., etc., etc. There's always a risk. Mm-hmm. But, like, then there's that tweet that I've seen before that goes, oh, like, girls will have their entire career ruined over one fucking nude but men with whole-ass rape allegations can run totally. for president. That's a good point. Sure. Even if you think about it, like Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson had this incredible, illustrious career as an entertainer. And then one Super Bowl halftime show, Justin Timberlake yes. accidentally pulled down her top and everybody on live TV saw her nipple. And she was blacklisted from pretty much everything for years. Really? People blamed her yeah. for an accidental slip of a nipple, which, I mean let's be honest, is, like, not a big deal at all and shouldn't be a big deal, right? Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I mean, this goes back to, like, fucking discrimination based on gender when, like, male sexuality is... No, but, yeah, like, isn't it insane that men can run for office and be CEOs and be fucking pedophiles and if a girl sends a fucking nude to her boyfriend of three years... She's immediately disqualified from any serious position. Yeah. Neither of them are answering because they're texting boys. Crazy. I don't have much to add. Like, there's, like, it's just a double standard. Like, it's, that's just, that's just, like, the world, and it's fucked up. That's just the world. Like, men can do whatever they want, it seems like, and women have to be, like, held accountable, held accountable. And, like, have to worry about, like, how their actions will. Or, like, if they make a small mistake, like, that will totally fuck up their career. As but a, men can get away with anything. Okay, I have a question that's, like, somewhat more personally attacking <laughs> We can cut this out if it gets You're too personal. attack me? Well, it's, it's a bit... Okay, it? I have a question, and if it's too much, we'll delete it. And is, um, how do you navigate dating someone who um. has different political beliefs with you? Especially when those political beliefs... Aren't progressive. That both honestly, both of my relationships have been like that. Like my both my long term relationships, like we didn't agree. And like for me, like it really depends on like 
like, you have to kind of, like, set a standard for yourself and, like, you have to decide, like, if your political beliefs, like, are, like, who you are. And for me, they're not. Like, I care about them, obviously. And, like, there are, like, intrinsic things that, like, if a boy was, like, I don't believe in abortion or, like, I don't believe in gay rights or, like, I don't believe in women's rights, I'd be, like, okay, well, then you're shitty. Like, I'm not going to be around you. But then, like, you have kind of, for me, I've found, like, if you are going to try, like, there's always going to be people that don't agree with you. And the people that agree with you are not always going to be the people that you want to date. So you have to figure it out for yourself. And I've had to find that, like, there's a line you have to draw. And you have to, like, set standards for yourself. And for me, like, I set specific standards. And also, quite honestly, like, there's a lot of justifying you have to do. And it just depends on how much you're willing to do that. Interesting. I mean, I know with my ex, who I have alluded to in episodes, um... We had differing political beliefs, and I don't think it was until I broke up that I realized how much those political, those differing beliefs actually impacted our relationship. Like, when we were together, I was almost like, oh, it's fine. We just have different opinions on things. And then it was when I broke up that I was like, we don't have different opinions. We're different people who value things differently and, like, he just genuinely doesn't give a fuck yeah. about women. Well, what I would say to that is, like, it is fine to be different people. Yeah. And it is fine to have different opinions. And quite honestly, like, that's not a bad thing in a relationship to well, disagree. Well, like, hypocritical. It is, bad. It, is, it is. No, no, no. It's bad, like, if he doesn't give a fuck about certain people. Like, that is, like, but that's not good. Like, that's where you would draw the line. And that's where I've drawn the line. But, like, for me, it just really depends. Like, I'm not making, like, obviously I care about politics. And like I said, like, there's certain things that I'll draw a line with. But, like. I would just, I would never date, not, I would never write someone off just because they were, like, conservative, for instance, mm. because, like, there's so many different levels of it, and I also, like, I can't say that I wouldn't, because, like, that would be hypocritical of me, because I have, but, like, for me, I just find that, like, you have to kind of, like, see it through, and then you just have to decide for yourself, like, what you're willing to, like... Well, yeah, I'm not gonna be a hypocrite, because I have let many a boy mm-hmm. experience my amazingness, <laughs> It in a way that's, you know, trying to put it in a not crass way, but as everyone who makes fun of me constantly says, I continuously keep seeing this boy who has the polar opposite beliefs of me. Like, literally this boy will text me or Mm -hmm. post, you know, post intimate time, give me a lecture about his views on feminism. And it's hypocritical of me. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm the feminist queen who only dates socialist liberal, socialist liberal, weed smoking skater boys who love women. Nah, I suck. I date men who also suck. Yeah. But it's like, how do you navigate that? It's like I also, yes, I do hook up with these men occasionally who are very different in political beliefs from me. But I also don't let them walk all over me. Like I. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you stand up for yourself. I stand up for myself, and we have productive conversations, you know? And also one thing I would say is, like, if every person ever who had opposing beliefs to someone else met somebody who had different beliefs and was like, okay, I'm not going to be in a relationship with you, I'm not going to talk to you, I'm not going to entertain you at all because you have different beliefs than me, how could anyone's beliefs ever be challenged or changed? I, I mean, sorry I was not present for the beginning of this. I have maybe a different opinion about this than these two do. Not in a bad way. I respect both of their opinions. Bro, go for it. it. You're allowed to have a different opinion. I 
Yeah, like we just personally said. find like if I, it's different if I like ha already had a relationship with someone, not even like a sexual relationship, but just a relationship in general, and then eventually after a certain point I found out about their political beliefs and I cared about them enough to kind of look beneath that. Mm. But and maybe this is just me being a leftist, but I find. Like, and I'm fine kind of with anything from, like, moderate to left, but anything right of the spectrum, for me, reeks of other issues in their life. Mm. You know? I find, and this is a controversial opinion for sure, I will own up to that, I think that the only reason that people are right of center is because they have other problems in their life that they're not addressing, and that in and of itself is something that I would want to avoid in a person that I would date. And I think just in being a very socially liberal person, I think anybody who, at least on that scale, on the social scale, was an opposition to my social liberalism, I wouldn't know what to talk about, I wouldn't want to talk about anything about my life with them, because they obviously don't share the same beliefs about myself and other people that I do, and that is such a major thing to me that I just don't think I'd be able to be intimate with somebody like that, if I knew. Just That's the, so just, interesting. Oh, just, go on. Just the way you wear that, though, like... For me, like, I feel like, and I'm not even going to talk about the states because it's totally different, but in Canada, like, you said, like, I'm socially liberal, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, that's why I feel like it's difficult to navigate relationships and, like, people's politics in Canada because, like, you can be socially liberal, but then economically conservative. But can you? True. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah, you can. Like, I personally I read, don't think you can. I read a but, quote the other day that well, said... No, I believe you, like, in your heart of hearts, you can believe those things, but is there a political party that accept like... Is encompasses that leftist thing and right? No, there's not. Just because it's if we look right. at neoliberalism generally, like capitalism exploits everyone. You're getting into it. I'm getting into it. We're I'm sorry. Into it. <laughs> I and, and you know what? A year ago, I would have said that. I would have said I'm socially liberal and I'm economically conservative. And in my group chat with my friends in England, like my nickname on Facebook is Needy Champagne Socialist. Because they all make fun of me because they're like, free, you're a champagne socialist. Like, you believe in social equality, you know, in in the ways that it's progressive in terms of rights, but yeah. in terms of economics, you don't give a fuck. And the more I've thought about it and, like, through my master's, I've learned that, like, and this is just a question, but, like, is there any way to be economically conservative and socially liberal when economic conservatism relies on the basic principle of exploitation of working class and poor people and therefore you're creating social conditions of inequality like and, and this this isn't like attacking anyone because i thought this way till like six months to a year ago where i would have said i'm socially liberal and economically conservative and the more i think about it the more i go there's no way to be within capitalism there's no way to be both. There's no way to be both, and, like, you know, the idea of, like, ethical capitalism yeah, is, in itself, a hypocritical concept. Like, it doesn't exist. Capitalism itself is based on exploitation of someone and something, and so, like, can we ever 
truly separate economics from politics? Like, is it possible? Or are economics and politics con- consistently intertwined? So I basically <laughs> went on a, a tangent and neither it's, of them were listening. the listeners' consideration. I I was listening to it. There's just not. I, I just don't have an answer. The thing with like, I know how you feel. Mm. And you've also seen me debate this within myself because I grew up. For people who are listening, all three of us grew up in a place that is traditionally economically conservative. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. oh, some boy asked me. Um, where did it go? He said. One thing I'm curious about is what do girls notice first in a guy? You know, like eyes, smile, body, etc. I think it's different for each girl. I I honestly just notice like their entire face, like as a whole. I notice personality. Like if you're, I'm really. It's funny because I'm really bubbly with mm-hmm. girls, but around boys, I get quite. Even if they're like mm-hmm. boy, like guy friends, I get quite nervous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, if a guy who I'm hanging out with is like energetic and has a charismatic personality I really noticed that I have like the opposite of that like I have not I mean not the opposite opposite but I have um, the only issue I have around boys is if I like them so if I have no sexual interest in in them I am completely myself I am charismatic mm. and outgoing and all of that stuff but as soon as I have any interest in interest in them, I immediately close up. So then what do you notice first about a guy then? It entirely depends on the person. If one of their features is so outstanding and beautiful right, and you all that. of that, then I notice that. Yeah. But it's never something consistent for me. Yeah. Uh, and you guys have said this to me before, that my personality is really intense. So I, you know, sometimes when I talk to a guy that I don't know very well, I maybe overshare my personality like I remember you guys telling me a few weeks ago that my flirting style was just mean yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but like that's just who I am but I remember both of you guys and like the bitch clan in general being like Freen that's not flirting like he's gonna think you're not into him you're being an asshole yeah there's a difference between like being teasing and all of that stuff and being actively rude but, like, what if that's just... I was just doing my personality. Yeah, you did it mean, though. But, like, but that's my question. Is like, you're supposed to be yourself, right? But then what if yourself... You're... That's not yourself, because you're not like that with us. So you're not mean. I feel like, quite honestly, like, you just have to better to learn how to convey your personality online. Like, for me, like, I do... Like, not like I... I don't say mean things to guys, but I chirp guys all day long. Like, that's, like, my main method of flirting. But you have to be able to, like, convey that it's a joke. So, using emojis or, like, shit like that. Or, like, you have to just kind of, like, make sure that you're doing all you can to convey this how, joke. how you mean it properly in that message. Otherwise, it can come across as mean. Yeah, I feel like we've talked about it a lot. And we're all slightly lit. We just kind of want to maybe enjoy the hot tub for a bit. We've been, like... This whole episode, I'm sorry in advance to listeners because this whole episode is a bit like all over the place. Sure. But hopefully we enjoy- you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much to Bitch Clan members V and E for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I had an excellent time. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. We love, we love to talk. We love to chat. So this was a 
fun way to make it official. Yeah, this was no different than any other <laughs> conversation we normally have. Yeah, legit. There was so like, I'm glad they all could listen. This is like slightly more structured than our normal, you know, Saturday night mm-hmm. Corona conversations, but but not um, too far off. Not too far off. So if you guys enjoyed this, you know, feel free to feel free to like, subscribe, and rate Super Smash Hose. Um, and if you want to follow us, follow us at Super Smash Hose Media on Instagram. And our website is supersmashhosemedia.com. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>